Sooners of Oklahoma, 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. What's going on, Sooner Nation? It's your boy, D-Mac. Um, and I want to make sure we jump right into talking about these 10 dots, right? Saturday, we played Iowa State. Uh, we played them on the road in Ames, Iowa. And I felt like it was a great opportunity for us to flex for ourselves and really put ourselves in a position to take the second half of the season and be successful. So we're going to go into these 10 dots today, just a little different. Got a couple twists to add at the end. But I want to start out by saying we had a good win, super proud of those boys for going out there working their tails off and, and getting the dub. Um, and I also want to say, man, it was good to see the defense show up. Yeah, we went against an anemic offense and a team that has struggled to score against others. But I got to tell you what, it wasn't like they wasn't trying to score. They was definitely on the field trying to win the game. So it was good to see guys show up and, and make plays as needed to keep the score down to 13. Here we go. Let's get this thing started, man. Ten thoughts. Number one. Coaching. Coach V, man, it was good to see you on the sideline playing with a lot of aggression, right? The team is, I feel, is starting to take on the temperament, the personality of you, right? You see more and more guys paying closer attention to the details of what they need to do to be successful. By the way, I'm talking about people like Jaden Davis, four on the edge. I'm talking about people like 23, White. I'm talking about uh, guys like 31 going and making plays, right? I even saw the DNs holding the edge a lot more better than they have uh, in the past weeks. So seeing guys step up, show up, seeing the identity of the team transition away from the old style, right? The old the old regime, it was all about score as many points as you can, defenses, you know, it's not mandatory, right? We're going to get the ball, possess the ball the most and put it in the end zone the most. Well, that's not this team anymore, right? We're going to be a team that doesn't have an issue playing with somebody who's tough. I want you guys to think about two things. Isn't it pretty dope to see us play K-State? We saw K-State just play Oklahoma State. That was like, you know, a dad whooping his two-year-old son. You know, like they whooped that tail, right? We played K-State. We essentially lost in the last quarter on a third and 18 where we had a mental bust where someone makes the play, we get the ball with a chance to tie the game and go on for the victory. That says something. Right, we talk about Iowa State. Right, Iowa State is a team for the last five or six years. They would physically whoop us. Even if some years we would win on the scoreboard, they would out hit us. They would out physical us. They would out hustle us. Right, they were more fundamentally sound. It wasn't a huge favor in their direction on Saturday. We won the turnover margin. We have more plays in their backfield. Right. And our guys didn't give up a bunch. We didn't give up a bunch of mental busts. We had we had guys hitting them and them going off the field. That's a reflection of coaching. That's a reflection of our coach. People who are asking for quantifiable, for tangible ways to justify if we're heading in the right direction. Look no further than games like Iowa State. Look no further than games like K-State. Why? Because Coach V and his culture, his community is starting to embed itself into our culture and community, Oklahoma Sooners. Quarterback, DJ, you played well, man. Proud of you. You threw the ball well. Um, you know, you took care of the football, right? No turnovers again. Uh, you, you threw some balls that, frankly, we got to catch. 
straight up, right? You threw some balls, we got to catch them. We'll talk about that when we hit the receivers and skill guys. But um, I will say this, and this is just my opinion. It's only my own. You remind me in a lot of ways to Josh Heupel, and I talked about this in the postgame pod about Josh 99 versus Josh 2000 season and the difference between Josh putting up numbers and Josh being our four-star general. 2000 season, he's our offensive four-star general. Torrance Marshall's our defensive four-star general. When you throw the ball, know your limitations. To my eye, which hell, my, my eyesight is starting to deteriorate, but to my eye, it seems like you're a tick late on the deep ball, and therefore you have to just generally throw it from the hip versus being comfortable and put it on a guy, right? I hope that, like you corrected some of the technique issues you were having with your feet in the early half of the season where you were throwing high on balls you needed to drive, you've corrected that. I hope you understand your arm strength and just throw it a second sooner. Throw it a half second sooner and put it in the exact location you want it to go because oftentimes it looks like you're just throwing it out there and the receiver's having to adjust to it and we're having an issue doing that. But aside from that, and that's nitpicking, you threw some good passes, you used your legs as needed, you got down, you still slide in a way where you're giving up your whole chest and to, to you know your whole your whole chest cavity all the way to your face mask. Be a little more assertive or or dive this way so the head goes down first and people can't, you know. Hit you here where it matters, but uh, you played well. Man, I'm super proud of seeing you grow and develop, and, 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 and I will say this. I don't see you as the leader of the offense yet, and that's something you should take personal. Take it personal to be the leader. Be the alpha dog. You got the temperament. You just got to go execute it and, and leave it on the field. You kind of look a little, eh, eh, and, and, and I'm just, and, and by the way, this is just me giving my opinion. You earned the right. To be the guy who guys say, man, I'm going to follow your lead. And I promise you they will. You know why? Because we did. Running backs. Gray, um, I think we we talked about it a couple weeks back. You've separated yourself from the rest of the crew. You are essentially a key domino in the offense now. Without you, we struggled. In the third quarter, if you go back and look at the points, we didn't have a lot of success in the three or four possessions that you were preliminarily or primarily out of the game, right? They said there was an injury. Clearly, you came back in and, and, and was and was doing well until the last freaking minute of the game. Um, but good to see you out there doing your thing, making guys miss. That jump cut is something that used to be a, a crutch in the past. People would get pissed because you used it for no reason. Now it's definitely uh, getting you additional yards, yards after contact, um, and to increasing, you know, your ability to make big plays in the offense. Good to see what you're doing. Majors, man, tough day. Um, it just looked like there was a certain level of discomfort there. Uh, I still believe in you. I obviously believe Gary, uh, um, you know, Gray has earned the right to be the alpha dog. Um, I heard that, you know, Barnes got himself a little nicked up, and so he's going to be out. You got an opportunity. If you don't seize it, you're going to miss it. At Oklahoma, that's just the way things work, man. You get a chance, you got to take it. You don't take it. Someone else is coming through those doors because at places like OU, there's always another star coming. So, Majors, I want to see you step up and take advantage of opportunities if they present themselves again. Um, the Y-esque type position, Willis, after we just blew you up and said how great you were, you dropped a ball. Who knows? You may score. We've got four on two. We're in the diamond formation, and it's right in the bread basket. It's a borderline lateral. It's probably a half yard away from being a lateral, and it hits you right there between the nine and the nine, right? Just one nine. But, um, you know. I think this is an opportunity for you to, to learn from this game. You have some nice blocks on the edge. You came down and wham blocked a couple times crossing the formation. 
But but as a leader on the team, we expect and are anticipating that you will continue to step up and be that alpha dog uh, versus Baylor in here moving forward against the rest of the schedule. All right. So, you know, not going to be too hard on you because if we're going to talk drops, if we're going to talk drops. Then we got to go to the wide receivers. And, and I've just got to say, guys, you should be embarrassed. If your name isn't Jalil Farouk, you should be embarrassed. We've got some seniors over there, um, and it's not like it's the worst day ever, but dang, Mims, you're a kid who I think plays on Sunday. Absolutely look like a guy who's going to make money in the NFL, and I'm not just talking about a cup of coffee, but you can't put games like that on film. First play of the game. By the way, did you guys see I called it? I said, hey, guys, flood the dang boundary. The first play, they literally run the exact play we draw up in the pregame. Or in the preview. And 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 exactly like I said, right, Mims, you're a guy who generally plays on the outside. They move you to the number two spot so you can get that that dead area in the hole behind the, the flat defender. And I mean it hits you in the heart. If it was a bullet, it would have killed you. Granted, they called a phantom hold on us. Go figure. But what does that play do for your day if you make that catch? I think some of those contested posts or you know, kind of like you know, seam routes up the numbers. You catch if you have your confidence. I think that third and five speed out that you drop where we really need to keep the possession going, I think you catch that if you catch that first ball. So just for someone like you who has a high ceiling and is an individual who we think can go in the long line of seniors who've gone on to the NFL and had exceptional careers and you know represented the, the Interlocked OU brand very well, I think it would be safe to say you're okay with me critiquing the fact that you had you know three or four bad drops today or excuse me, on Saturday, right? Correct that, get it fixed. I think you can. Uh, by the way, I'm a huge fan, but damn it, I'm calling that shit out too. If I see some stuff that ain't up to par, I'm calling it out. You know why? Because I'm a Sooner too. 10. You had your shot, man. And, and and by and large, you've had a lot of opportunities to go out there and, and be everything we all thought you'd be. I coached against you. I was at Cedar Hill in the 2017 season when I think it was your junior year, and you were a man amongst boys on that field. I don't forget that. I think you have the talent necessary to be everything you want to be, but I think for me, for you, it starts up here. You play the game like you're a 5'11", 195-pound receiver. You're 6'3", son. You're 2'10", 215. Put your body on people and punish them. They wear pads just like you do, and you get to use yours. You get to use them. We got a, you, you, you got a 50-50 ball in the end zone. That's really a ball you should mitt. You know, on that play, you should mitt the ball and look at him as he holds on to your thigh pad as you, as you shake him off and you hand the ball to the ref. That's what I see when I see a four or fifth year player in the system, grown man strength in your 20s and your 6'3", 215. Until you get there, people are going to continue to question. Just, just so you know, until you get there, people are going to be looking for someone to take your spot. So if you want your spot, I'm challenging you sooner to sooner. Brother, I'm saying this in love. I don't hate, I don't hate none of y'all. In love, go out there and take what's yours. It's yours. You're the Z. Right. Or you're probably I think he's playing primarily X. You're the X receiver. He is. He is. Right. You're the X receiver on that position and tell somebody I'm going to demand eight to nine balls thrown my direction every game. If not, they're going to scheme stuff other places. Farouk, the pup. I don't even know if you know this, but man, I, I, I 
freaking love the way you play the game. I love the way you run with the ball. You have solid routes for a young receiver. I love the yards after the catch. You're a great guy uh, getting the ball in the jet sweeps, getting the ball in the wildcat, you know what I'm saying, um, kickoff return, man. I get excited every time you touch it. You remind me of my little bro, uh, one of the all-time greats, MC, man. Mark Clayton is a, is, is is my favorite all-time receiver. I, I got to give CD the nudge. The nudge goes to CD. CD was a killer. But MC, I'm partial to, and, and you've got some of that in you. I'm looking forward to see you uh, uh, continue to build your confidence. I think you have what it takes to be a big-time player. I think you have what it takes to down the road be an NFL guy. And I think you do, too. Put in the work, man. Stay humble. Put in the work. Get it done. O-line. Interesting game, right? There's some guys on that ISU uh, uh, um, D-line, right? They've got the Anderson, the McDonald kid. They've they got, man, that Thornton. Man, dude. By the way, that's a cheetah. But 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 I'll get to White in a second because White, you out there doing your thing too, man. I haven't always been a fan. But they, the kid they got on that team, go watch number one play football. He does the game. He plays the game the right way. O line. On the tackle side, you know, Wanye didn't have his best game of the season. I think he would agree if 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 said so. There were a lot of plays he let, he let guys cross his face far too often, and he gave a short corner on a sack too. Right. Um, not going to slide it because it's happened more than once. I think in Kansas, even he gave a short corner a couple times. And they, in fact, they got a sack. One of their one of their edge rushers got a sack there, too. We got to clean it up. Here's what I like. I like the fact that I've been saying this for about a month now. You guys are a fairly smart unit. I wouldn't even say fairly smart. You guys are a smart unit. When you guys know where to go, you know how to cover people up. You get a hat on a hat and you create a lane for a running back to run. The running backs, more often than not, do not have uh, 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 the success they look to have if they don't have an O-line blocking. Look no further than Leonard Fournette. Look no further. He, he didn't all of a sudden forget how to run the ball, but but because Tampa Bay's struggling on the O-line, right, he's struggling as a running back. Our running backs have avenues, especially Gray. Gray has great chemistry with you guys. Right, Congo. You know, there's a lot of there's been a lot of things said about you, son. But I gotta say, per the film, I see, I see a road grader. I see a guy who's unapologetic about moving people, and we need more of those. Harrison, you're a kid who I think the future's bright. I'm gonna challenge you to challenge yourself to stick around for at least another season and be a first round guy instead of a friend second day guy, second third fourth round pick. I'm gonna challenge you. Put in the work, buy in a Schmitty, buy in a Coach V, be on a team that has a 10-11 win season going into the playoffs, playing against some of those upper echelon guys, you know, in later December and January, because I assume next year we're going to be a playoff caliber team and go make the real, real money. I think you're a guy who knows you probably could leave at the end of the season, but gang, we need more guys to be foundational pieces to the program. Right. Emulate some of the stuff that's happening at the Clemson's and the Ohio States where guys stick around. Guys stay the extra year because they know the value of them doing so and what it can mean for the program. Um, overall, O-line, I got to tell you, man, you know, you're keeping our quarterback upright and we only got one. We know what's behind him and it ain't much. Uh, you guys are making some avenues in the run game. And, and by and large, Dylan isn't having to run for his life. So as much as people try to say how bad things are, relatively speaking, it's not that bad. We don't have any studs, right? We don't have an Orlando Brown, right, on the on this particular team. That doesn't mean some of you guys can't grow there. He wasn't as dominant as he was as a junior and senior, his first or second year starting. Some of you guys have that potential. You just need to stick around and be program guys. 
Murray and Rain Rain, you know, interestingly enough, you were someone who I would say most of the Sooner Nation would say got bullied the first half of the season. You got bullied last year for sure. And and there and K State wasn't very nice to you either, right? There's been some games. Texas wasn't very nice to you either. Uh but I, I will say this, you know, we are who we are at this point in the season. It's kind of time out on complaining and oh, I wish we 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 know who our seven or eight guys are, and I can see Coach Beatenbaugh's plan of having the pups come in and getting some meaningful reps in the games. I think that's I think that's extremely intelligent strategy. What I would like to ask the guys to do, the Rams, the, the Murrays, the Congos, right, the Matuires, all those guys, I would ask you guys to be the best version of yourself and compete on every play. O line, you guys have a ceiling that says we could win every game. We could have a 100-yard rush for everything. I think on the last play, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Gray makes it to 100 yards or he makes it right there about 100 yards. But, like, make it your business to make sure you have a 100-yard rusher. Make it your business to make sure our quarterback stays upright. D-line. I, I, I have, um, you know, don't laugh at me. Y'all can, yeah, don't, don't, don't laugh at me. In all seriousness. You guys got a lot of work to do. You know it. I, I know how I know how it goes. I've been in I've been in that program with that coach. I know his expectations. And we know, you know, the the some of the best of the best players that come have come out of Oklahoma in the last twenty years. And even some of the guys from Clemson where some of the assistant coaches have come forward from. It's not your job to try to be those guys. It's your job to be a better version of you. Right. 14, you started the year off with four sacks in the first two or three games. I I can't remember the last time you got close to getting a sack since. And again, this isn't a call out. I don't think you suck. I'm asking you, is it really that drastic a difference or is there something going on up here where you don't think you deserve to win? I think you deserve to win, by the way. I think you deserve to win at least one time a game. Maybe the quarterback, you know, is, is overly athletic and gets out of it. But like, dude, we need to see you short in the corner sometimes. We need to see you beating a lineman's hand sometimes. We need to see you swimming somebody, doing a duck and under, right? We need to see you club and rip. We need to see something because right now it looks like our D-line likes to dance. Dancing is cool if you're in middle school and you're trying to date a girl. Dancing's not cool if that's the technique you're using to try to get around an offensive lineman in a college football game. I promise you. It's not what coaches are going for, right? It's an opportunity for you guys to get better and improve. 40, you had the Brian Cox, Torrance Marshall thing going on there. Man, I seen you out there running, running and hustling around. By the way, you made some plays. I saw you chuck a couple guys in the run game and get across their faces and make some tackles. I saw you run across. Uh, you coming through the B gap on a blitzer. If you beat somebody, I don't know, but the run's going the other way. You tracked them down from behind. So I, I love the motor. Um, but again, I saw you hold the edge a couple times. They, 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 they brought a couple guys in an outside zone kind of a concept. And you held your, your head, you held your own. Be a difference maker. I promise you, Coach Bates and Chavis are looking for difference maker. Be the guy who gives yourself a reason to stay in the game. But I noticed A started getting more reps. I saw A in the game I, early. Right? I, I'm like, yo, who, who, whose job is he is he after? Right? I saw Stripling in there getting his money. We saw RMT, the puppy, right? Linebacker way playing DN. I see you, young man. I'm not, by the way, I, I love your motor. I'm hearing amazing things about you. I want to see you continue to cuddle up and make it happen. And I think you have what it takes to be a sooner, a, a big time contributor down the road. But D line, we gotta get better. The end of the day, you guys know it. Sooner Nation knows it. Coaches know it. Our opponents know it. We gotta get better. The question is, what are you going to do about it?
backers. Always an interesting, you know, subject, especially if, you know, you ask yourself, like, is White a backer or is he is he in the secondary? I'm going to include him in the backers. and I'm going to start with him first because I'm going to go with an area of growth for him. Uh, 23, man, I got to say, I am officially jumping on the bandwagon. I love the way you're playing the game. And and if you've ever heard anything from me in the past, I have been I, I have critiqued your, your play in the past. I have. I, I have been concerned about some of the things I saw you do on film over a period of time. But today's film, right now, oh man. At first I was saying, nope, he's playing winning football. By the way, that's a term that coaches use to say guys are doing their job. Don't get too hasty. Don't get too excited. They're doing their job, what they're supposed to do. But now, the last two or three games, I got to say, man, you're doing some things that playmakers do. You are doing some things that make teams start to scheme at you, away from you, pay attention to you, change protection for you, change right route recognition and cover or not coverage, but routes that they're going to be doing around you. That's something that, you know, you should take solace and say, man, I'm, 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 I'm taking care of business. You are on the cusp of being in a position where your impact is, is directly and indirectly based upon what you do. And that's a good place to be. But I will say this. 23, you, a DB, are not. That's it. Did I, did I do that in the Yoda way correctly? You are not a DB. Okay. Man, they put you in a hole against that 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 shade corner rally. Yeah, it was you know it was like ooh. I love the fact that you're versatile enough to stop the run, to work the edge, to work the hole. You're you're actually getting really really good in the hole, and it's good to see. Man, you were destroying the quick screens on the edge. I love it. I freaking love it. You pulled the trigger. Those are all you know uh, uh, signs that you know they start to you know there's you know there's there's levels to this thing, and this is like the Roy Lee level. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's that's my boy since birth. I mean, you 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 know you getting something. Roy was a killer in coverage. Don't let people lie to you. He lost his ability to cover when he gained 25 pounds in the NFL. Seven years into his career, his first four or five years, he was a killer in coverage too. That's something you can do. I wonder where the NFL is going to see you as a Willie Backer or maybe a strong safety, you know, Palomalu type. I don't know, but I will say this. Um, Man, you're playing winning football. You're definitely a leader on the defense, and I think someone the Sooner Nation is proud of, and we and we, and we feel like we can depend on. Two and twenty-eight. I just this is just my opinion. I think you're both playing out of position. I think you both need to bump one position over. I think twenty-eight's a Mike. I think you're a plus Mike. You track the ball well from tackle to tackle. You're fairly physical and coming up. Um, you struggle in space. But you got good instincts. And I'm not surprised you got the pick, right? Because your instincts told you, let me shoot the hole and then let me, or let me buzz the flats and then let me sink into the hole and boom, he throws it right to you. Uh, but in, in other areas, uh, especially on 4th and 12, and I think you know where I'm going because I know you watched film today. You're watching film today, by the way. And that 4th and 12, I have, I have no response. I can't, I don't know why as the you know the backer to the play side on the play a guy's running an in cut by you you don't look him up you don't reroute him you don't cover him up i honestly don't know and maybe there's a logical reason but to my eyes i don't see one and for that i'm calling you out it's an issue in coverage right it seems to me like when you are in space outside of the direct box that's where your, your area of growth is and i'm interested to see how that continues to progress too 
man, you're you're in a position where when you're going forward to dog, physical, quick, assure of yourself that fourth and one where you shoot the gap and you hit that running back and light him on his ass. And then, of course, 25 comes around the edge and cleans it up like that's a big time play. That's a Sunday play. That's a play guys make who are playing on Sundays. But, man, there's a lot left to be desired in, in reaction and, and instincts. It, I mean, it, again, it's not me being a dog about it. I just being honest. You know, I, I – and just is just my opinion. It, it feels to me like you would have much more success playing off the edge. Come downhill, um, you know, hold the porch, right? Go chase the quarterback, because in, in space, uh, you know, you're watching film and that play, I don't know if it's first or second down, but they're in the end zone on about their one or two yard line. And and the quarterback is, is feeling pressure and he steps right up into the pocket and it's you and him. It was very reminiscent of K-State. And and I saw, I'm, I watched the film, the running back flashes, he's kind of doing an option route and you can see to your left, he's kind of coming but it's pretty dang, you know, obvious that the quarterback is getting ready to try to break the pocket and you don't get close. Problematic. And, I, you know, part of that is instincts. Part of that is seeing it a second sooner and closing off the space so he doesn't have as much room between you and him. And, and now he's in more trouble. Part of that is is I just think it's the the kind of the the muscle memory of being a backer since peewee league or since high school or maybe a safety who got and gained some weight became a backer versus being a guy who generally played on the edge and being asked to play a ton in space that's a tough that's a tough gig but you're a sooner and damn it i gotta hold you accountable you gotta make that player you gotta get in a position where he doesn't get to run for 30 freaking yards out of the end zone i know you're not okay with that if i'm not okay with it i know you're not okay with it Right. But I, I, again, I understand the situation we're in. We're in transition. You're being a leader. You're stepping up. You're making plays. Uh, but gosh, dang it. Standards. Standards. Continue to push yourself to be the biggest dog you could be because you look good. It looks good. And then you get in space and sometimes it doesn't look good. You know what I'm saying? DBs. Let's make this one kind of quick. Jaden Davis. I love your dog. I love your bite. Um scare the hell out of me in one-on-one situations because you look 5'9 on TV. You're probably 5'10, 5'11, I don't know, but you look 5'9 and you're often playing against guys 6'2, 6'3, 6'4. Solid game, tackling on the edge. You know, you had that play where you come up and essentially put the the, the ump in a position or the, uh, the ref in a position to have to make the decision on where the ball is and because of your aggression we get the 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 uh, actual spot and then we stop him on fourth down you made some key tackles in space on the edge which was pretty good and and you know not a lot given up relative to you know how they tried to pick on you they threw at you a ton woody more like the woody i uh, i have seen him in in the last two years even as a pup when they had you playing at the safety position i saw just the instincts there that you have the ability to be a good ball player uh good to see you out there in coverage hey man that pick counts. I don't know if it, I mean, it hit the ground. I don't know if your arm is under it, but we, they got to put that one in the record book. So we're going to go ahead and give you credit for that bad boy. Salute to you for the turnover. And, and I, and I would say it was just good to see you. I feel confident knowing when people are in space and they're trying to get ahead of steam, you're going to make the tackle. That that's an attribute that translates to Sundays. You're really good at open field tackling. Um, and, and I get leadership vibes. 
I get leadership vibes. I, I feel like you're a guy that when you speak, people listen. By the way, I could be off. Who knows? But I definitely get a sense that you're a guy that because of what you merited on the field, you've earned the right to say what you got to say. And on Saturday, you didn't do anything to disregard that. Um, let's see. 12. 12 has some good plays. 12, I'm going to get on you worse than 28. On that fourth and 12, uh, unless Coach Hall calls me and says, no, Mackie, his responsibility was this. I saw the all 22. We had the receiver, I think it's Hutchinson, bracketed with five and four, I believe, on the play side. They've got a guy running to the curl. All right, I think it's their X receiver. He's running to the curl. By the way, Jaden Davis, too much air. He's open. Go watch the play. When that guy scores on fourth and 12, the curl, the curl receiver's open. You're about three yards off of him. You're four yards in the end zone. He's one yard in the end zone. If they put it on his face, it's a touchdown. Too much air. I guarantee you DB coaches are saying that, but 12. Safeties generally read in their defense two to one meaning the most inside receiver to the outside receiver. Your most inside receiver was that in cut. Yes, he cuts right in front of um, 28's face, but dang it, where are you? You're literally shuffling that way. And even if you're, let's just say you're in half coverage. Let's just say it's halves. You still have to start at the most inside receiver and his threat first. Here's what I think you're thinking. And this is the one thing I say, uh, maybe. Maybe he's thinking because the end cuts under the back of the back row carry, which the backer should have done 100 percent. But gosh, dang, it makes you look bad on film, too, especially when you're on an island. There's no one within 10 yards of you in any direction. It's almost as if like you're sitting on an island and you're watching the game with the best seat in the house versus playing football and going towards the ball. I'm just saying the thing about 28 is him missing gives them a catch. You not being involved gives them the first down and then the touchdown. It's fourth and 12 or 11. He catches the ball at about seven or eight yards. If you're closing on him, you can tackle him a yard or two before the yard marker. Boom. And we get out of there. By the way, we get out of there and they don't get any points. By the way, we get out of there and they've only scored seven for the game. The The whole temperament of the fourth quarter is different. And, and, and you and I had a conversation, man. I know you a dog. I know you've been hurt, but you a dog. Go be a dog. I better not hear no rumors about you trying to leave early and get up out of here and be a fifth round drop pick. You better put in the work, man. Go get you one more offseason, get cemented in this defense, and you and five go be killers. By the way, five was good to see you. I, I kind of felt like you were trying to stay out of traffic. You gave me nightmares. Not nightmares, but you gave me. It brought back vibes for me. I tore my ACL and had to wear one of those bionic legs, too, my freshman year, which is why I redshirted. So I know how those things feel. I hated it. Ask Coach Dawson. Ask Coach Bird. Right. Ask Coach Schmitty. Schmitty, I tell you, I was like, Coach, I, what do I got to do to not wear it? You're going to need it for a season. You're probably going to be wearing it in practice the rest of the year. Continue to do your rehabbing it better. I don't think it's an accident. The defense doesn't give up a ton of mental errors when you come back. I believe you're the leader of the defense and 23 is ascending into a position as well. 25, my favorite player. Love-hate relationship, man. It's a love-hate relationship. By the way, we met too, man. I had a great conversation with you. I, you know, like I said, when 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 your career is over, coaching or playing in the league, whatever you're doing, I buy you a beer or whatever. You know, buy you some, I don't know, organic water, whatever, alkaline water. But uh, from a football perspective, number one, I gotta give props where props is due. The interception's a big deal. Coming up and canceling on the edge on that receiver screen is a big deal. I, I still just feel like I don't know if it's a fear 
or I don't know, but in space, you 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 wait a count and a half too long to respond, and it consistently puts you in bad places. It consistently does. They run a they run an out corner concept. It's a high low concept to the boundary, um, and there, there's no other person to press you, and you're kind of waiting. And it's a third and eight or nine. Or I don't know what it is. It's third and long, and we you literally give it to him. Well, I got it. You know, we gotta we gotta make sure we don't give up something. But like, it's we we gave it to him. He didn't have to earn it. He didn't have to beat you. He didn't like he he had it. He had you out leveraged. The ball's going to the outside shoulder, and you're there a yard or two after the fact. Listen, man, you're a sooner, and and you've been around the block a ton, right? You've been in the program for a long time, right? I I just am interested to see how you close out your career. You're going in the right direction. You're making plays. You're in, you know, your sound positions. Coach has said on, on a couple occasions, 25 plays winning football. But I, I feel like the rotation will continue to rotate against you if you don't, you know, come out and be more of an impact. Right? Because I got to tell you, six, six doesn't have the pick. Six doesn't have the, the tackle on the fourth and one where two comes and you clean it up. But six was really sound in space. I don't know if he had a bunch. Of, there wasn't a ton of mental errors. You could see that because we didn't give up a bunch of TDs. Right. But six played well in the hole. Right. That area right outside the the box up until you get to the hash marks. That that eight yard area where where slot receivers do a lot of their work and tight ends do a lot of their work. He, he, he had a pretty good game. And 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 for the entire secondary as a whole, I challenged you guys to not give up the big play. And I said, hey, if you guys do so, things will work out. And it was good to see you guys do that. Last but not least, I'll say this, guys. I mean, I, some of you guys know, maybe maybe not all of you, that you know, in in recent in the recent weeks and months, I made a transition. You know, I, I, I'm not a guy who's who's uh, gonna deal with drama and shenanigans. Like that's not my speed. So I just want to say this: I was involved with a space for over a decade. And by the way, that space is still near and dear to me. Some of the guys, I'll just say a name. Josh took care of me when I was in my 20s, man. And I'll always appreciate, you know, you giving me the opportunity to say my piece on the Sooner platform. Like that, that'll always hold special to me, right? Uh, the other owner, man, I've known you since I was a kid. We were both kids, right? And and just for me, respect is mutual and something that I always cherish. But it's also something I demand, you know, so like, as we as we spread our wings and fly and we grow and we go separate ways and, you know, we're all in our own spaces to do what we got to do from a business lens, from a team lens, family lens, whatever. You know, let's let's just all be conscientious of that. I got it. People are going to say what they got to say, do what they got to do. But me, I speak for me. I'm a man. And as a man, like I will never lose respect for people who looked out for me, but I'm always going to make sure I earn my respect. And when I've earned it, I need it. So, so from that perspective, um, Sooners 360 is my new home. All right. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm going to be. That's where I'm going to be communicating. That's where I'm going to be congregating. That's where I'm going to be devoting, you know, the primary, the primary sp space of energy that I have. And that there's no hard feelings there, guys. There's, there's no, you know, I'm not thirsty. All right. I promise you <laughs> I'm OK. And I think most people know that. Um, but I am proud of being in a position, you know. I am proud of being in a position where like, man, you know, it's time to stand on your own two feet. It's time to figure this thing out and, and work your tail off. I'm all about collaboration. I'm an individual that's cool with, you know, growing and learning and being in a position where I can, you know, learn from other people. I don't have all the answers. I'm just very transparent and real in what I do. But 
I wanted to get that out there because there's a lot of stuff happening right now. And and Lord knows I don't want to act my color. You know what I'm saying? I, I would prefer, you know, to, to, to continue to do the best that I can to represent my university, represent my team, represent my coach, represent the program. Yeah, that's my coach. All right. I played for the man. And, and, and in my eyes, he's my coach. And I'm super proud to be in a position to do that. God bless to you guys. Boomer sooner. Let's go win this game Saturday against Baylor. We got to come physical. We got to bring that heat. So, D-Mac.